This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Our panel on a Tuesday is a good one. Joining us in studio, Rocco Rossi, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Good afternoon, Rocco. Good afternoon, good sir. Hungry for pizza and hungry for great topics worthy of discussion. All right, and you shall get at least one of them. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa Freeman's with us, PR and pop culture media expert. Good afternoon to you too, Alyssa. Good afternoon, John. And Kevin Gadette, president of Bright Point Strategy, formerly head of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. How's Kevin? I am great. Thank you, Johnny. I'll take the Eeyore approach compared to my upbeat, effervescent colleagues today. Okay, good. Uh, speaking of effervescence, uh, it seems like... Uh, Folks in the Liberal Party or in the caucus are uh, starting to get boisterous on this whole Jody Wilson-Raybould thing and Jane Philpott, too. They actually had a meeting earlier today, the caucus did, and told Jane Philpott, you know, go outside. We want to just hold this sort of in confidence. So I guess they're deciding their fate for tomorrow. Uh, That seems to be the smart money, whether they'll be retained or kicked out. We've heard from a lot of uh, colleagues and cabinet uh, ministers and uh, caucus uh, people that you know, saying it's untenable. And now Jerry Butts, too, has tabled his own correspondence that he had with her. Uh, Evidence, I guess, he submitted to the Justice Committee in response to, amongst other things, the 43 pages she submitted last week, including that 17-minute tape. Uh, And the the way it's positioned through him is that uh, she initially tried to prevent her move out of uh, her justice portfolio, saying it would send the wrong message to Indigenous peoples, and uh, she also told Butts, I know I'll be prepared for tomorrow. I know why this is happening. Making her seem almost like uh, a whiny school kid or something like that. And she's on the defensive. Look, I guess what I'm saying here is in various media portrayals of her of late, uh, from whence they come, who knows, but we can only guess. They're trying to discredit her. Uh, can the Liberal caucus win in the court of public opinion by discrediting Jody Wilson-Raybould? Is that a smart tactic, Rocco? I don't think so. I think some people believe that they're muddying the waters uh, enough. Uh, And I I do expect that if there is an expulsion from from caucus, uh, that there would be, I mean, unless Jane Philpott really wants to go out at the same time, I think the treatment will be different. What I'm I'm seeing, what I'm hearing is um, the, uh, the MPs making a very large distinction around the issue of she you know, surreptitiously taped uh, a conversation that is not uh, tenable behavior, that is not ethical. They called it dishonorable. Right. I I think that they will try to draw that distinction and try to get people's mind on that issue because, um, you know, the prime minister clearly is going to want to hold on to Um, some sense of he's prepared to do politics in a different way, and that includes having dissent within caucus um, is okay, but dishonorable behavior uh, is another thing altogether. Kevin, how about it? I mean, as I cited, a number of people who are involved in caucus are saying that this was the wrong thing to do. They would never think to tape a colleague, or uh, in this case, Wernick wasn't really a colleague per se. I guess he wasn't in caucus. He was the clerk of the Privy Council, but nonetheless, it's something a lawyer shouldn't do, and you say what? Well, I say that it's never too late to do the right thing, and this government hasn't done the right thing. They could have done the right thing early by telling the truth and perhaps not obstructing justice, and the tape 
proves quite clearly that the highest lawyer of the land, the Attorney General of Canada, believed and advised the people at the centre that there was political interference and therefore obstruction of justice. I don't know where the hell the RCMP are right now. Uh, All right, but this is almost like straying off the focus, so let's try to say uh, right now this game that's playing out here over the long haul. Well, what, what, what are the Liberals have no choice. They have to kick, kick, kick the ladies out of caucus. Okay, well... Uh, I mean, kick, I, I think it's tragic that they would do that. It's horrible politics, and, and if they'd been smart, they would have done it from the very beginning. If you want me to give the Liberals advice, that's what I would tell my clients, but I would I give them the advice in the first place, don't obstruct justice. So, okay, I mean, but now how far back do we want to turn the clock? Their tactic seems to be to discredit her and they focused on this but nobody idea. believes them well that's why i'm asking the question is there uh, a, a shift in sentiment the public thinking well maybe there's something to that you don't tape somebody surreptitiously i mean how do you see this being positioned and is it an effective tactic by the liberals against jody wilson raybould it's really a hail mary pass i find as a as a tactic because you know the less that uh, wilson raybould was saying the more the public believed her and that she had their sentiment then she taped this call and the difference that happened between before that and after that is that now there are more liberals willing to speak out on the topic because before it was hard to find anybody who would give an interview on this because they weren't sure how they felt quite frankly but now that she taped this more liberals in the caucus are thinking you know what i don't like this and i find that this is something that i can talk about this is something i'm willing to put a uh, a shovel in the ground on and that's the difference you're getting more corroboration and uh, uh, more strength in numbers around your narrative here than the Liberals did before. And that could prove to be a death knell for them. But Butts has made, has introduced an additional problem. Um, if you want to play this, you know, unethical or odd behavior, it is somewhat odd that someone who's resigned from government still has access to texts and emails uh, from his time in in uh, in government, and uh, that's also popping up all over. And I don't think that that's necessary. And, that's a, and I don't know why he's doing that because right, I have to tell you, as we've a, said here before, the more you complicate a situation, and the more voices, and the more piles of evidence, it just makes uh, make the public have to peel back the the infinite layers of an onion in order to really understand what's going on here. I don't think that that I mean maybe Jerry Butts has more uh, recognition now before uh, now than before but you know why he is continuing to talk I have no idea and I don't think well, that that's ask, helping uh, the cause Kevin because uh, I mean you were saying if you were advising them it would have been a preemptive thing a long time ago before this whole thing turned into a hornet's nest so maybe they think at this stage Kevin the, the hammer gadette the best no, but it's crazy. <laughs> well, no, but maybe, maybe the thinking is that the best defense is a good offense and they're going on the offense against her trying to discredit her. There are stories that obviously have been seeded to the media uh, talking about, you know, everything started back. Uh, they should have, look at, they should have been, it, it's awkward advice as a conservative sympathizer to be suggesting what liberals should do to cover up uh, obstruction of justice. But in crisis communications, which they were in, they should have adv- seen down the road, one looks down the road to what the end game scenario is going to look like and accelerate that as quickly as you can. So you kick them out of caucus right away, and you start discrediting them right away. They should have been doing that months ago. Alternatively, they should have actually done the honest thing and told the truth. That would be the first thing you do in crisis communications. 
Uh, but if you're going to lie and cheat and steal like they're doing, that that's the liberal approach well, in this instance. Okay. <laughs> but, but the okay. other thing, but the other thing too we're, is we're going way. No, but this, 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 no, but this Kevin has a point. Kevin has a point. We're talking about obstruction of justice here. This isn't just a he said she said. This isn't just a mild you know screwing around with proprieties. This is a key tenet uh, fundamental to Western democracies. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't just a small thing. No, no. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you know, uh, I've uh, drawn the correlation to what. Some call the deep state, but, you know, uh, the FBI Department of Justice stateside and the whole thing surrounding, you know, this fake dossier that they tried to kneecap Trump with on the Russian collusion question. If there were more honorable, principled people involved at, you know, the top of the pyramid, uh, maybe our politics would be less problematic and uh, we would still, you know, believe in these kinds of things instead of becoming jaded, cynical and apathetic at the end. Uh, But my question again dials back into, is it too late for them to kind of the liberals to put this genie back in the bottle? They're trying to pivot now with a discrediting campaign. You know, Jerry Butts has come back again. You know, I would have wondered why the hell the guy would want to surface again. You know, he could just add another log onto this pyre. So what's he coming back out of the woods for? Because he probably thinks that they can change public sentiment or perception. Can they still, Alyssa? Here's the thing. I mean, right now, this is all just fighting each fire as it comes. And as Kevin has very aptly said, that, you know, you look at the long run on on where you're going to go with this, and you try and cut it off at the knees at the very beginning. But the whole thing was is that, oh, we don't want to say that we're not feminists. Oh, we don't want to say that we're against Indigenous rights. So maybe that a lot of that was clouding their judgment to begin with. The other thing that people were looking for, John, is that the I'm sorry. And, you know, when Trudeau had that press conference and somebody asked him point blank, so are you apologizing? And he said, I could not believe this answer. Well, I'm going up north to apologize to the Inuit about something. Mm. And and that was just really? Do we really have to buy that from a prime minister? So right now, all they're doing is throwing another Hail Mary tactic on. This is going to be ephemeral. So this is going to take maybe another news cycle or two for it to run its course. And then the story will continue to go on. All right. Uh, And by the way, Kevin, I mean, is it somebody in the Justice Department or uh, whatever we've got uh, approximating that or uh, the RCMP who are going to determine if, in fact, there was, uh, again, obstruction of justice or because, I mean, we're saying that rather glibly and it may look on the surface that that was happening, but that's still to be determined. 100%. So to to be fair, uh, I will parse my language more carefully. It appears to me that there's prima facie evidence of an undertaking of obstruction of justice that merits an investigation by the RCMP. Is that, is that a more careful way to phrase it? <laughs> For my purposes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, just wanted to be clear because, you know, uh, yeah. we want to stand on, you know, the correct approach to things so we're, uh, we contain, continue th- to be th- credible. Those allegations are, I would argue, sufficiently serious and made by the AG herself. Right. And yeah. therefore worthy of further investigation. No, I'm just and, and not curious. just and, and I know you're not saying this, and, and not just glibly shuffled off as if they are oh, we're protecting jobs. Well, that's not a defense for the gravity of the possible crime that was undertaken. Possible. You see, that's the point. Rather yeah. than just saying it's been determined already that this is obstruction of justice. I didn't know where that had been determined, so I guess that's still right. to be determined. However, on the apology front, Andrea Horvath, does she owe one to Doug Ford? We're going to come back and pursue that question or a topic worthy of discussion in a moment with our panel, Alyssa Freeman, Rocco Rossi, Kevin Gadetto on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.